Basketball is very good. The Rockets are better without Chris Paul. Giannis will win the MVP. What if Kyrie Irving is actually God? Basketball is very good. What a coincidence. I'm wearing a green hat. My name is Chris Ryan. This is Jason Concepcion. This is Justin Verrier. This is the Ringer NBA show. Yeah. Hit us up with questions on Twitter. Hashtag Ringer NBA. Guys, wow. I feel lucky. I don't know I why. <laughs> Boston is back, baby. It's Kyrie's really nice lucky. because they, they hadn't had a win in a while. So it's really great to That's see right. these, these scrappy guys coming back. Um, Blue collar town. Yeah. You know what? Boston just beat Golden State and they won their 14th straight game. So I do think we should need to. Maybe this is real, man. Maybe we should pay homage to what's going on right now. Is it real? Do you, they just beat the defending. Are <laughs> <laughs> we still wondering about this? The voice went up like you were talking about Melo. We're not talking about Melo. Is it real? No, okay. Here's my thing. I feel like the Warriors were never in that game. There was yeah. something off about them their entire time. Uh, it just seemed like they locked in on defense late. Yeah. But the offense wasn't there for pretty much yeah. anyone, including Steph, who yeah. had to go out during the middle of the game. It was like a bad, it was a good game to watch. It was very Eastern Conference, scrappy, sure. a couple of bodies hitting the floor. It was a very Draymond game. And then I just feel like we didn't get any sterling individual performance from a Warrior. Yeah, I think uh, the early red flag is Zaza Pachulia getting like a lot of easy looks. Yeah. And rolling to the rim for layups and Steph not hitting. Whenever those two things occur at the same time, it's, it, it seemed like... It just seemed like one of those uh, flu-like symptoms games where yeah. guys have been out DNP or something. DNP Boston. And this is not to take anything away from Boston, who are an excellent team, the second best team in the league by net rating, but it just was a weird, a weird Warriors performance. Hashtag Ringer NBA if you want to ask us questions or make comments about uh, this game or the NBA in general. Ask us any questions you've got. Uh, for as much as this was sort of building up, we built it up today on the Ringer uh, on group chat. I was like, the Kyrie game where he was going to show off his MVP credentials maybe a little bit. Jalen Brown and Al Horford won this game for that team. Yeah, I, I mean, I'm pretty worried about Kyrie Irving. I think that's kind of the low-key storyline of the NBA right now. Wait, what? He was a bad offensive player this entire game. <laughs> He's, his numbers are... To, to be fair, his shooting face, numbers are bad. To be fair, his face was broken. Uh, Recently. Cons- conspiracy theory. I haven't seen the break myself. I'm just asking questions. I just want to, I'm just asking questions. Yeah, like, I just want to see the MRI results. Yeah. I want to see the MRI results. No, but like, this is a, this is a product of the Celtics, Brad, Steven, the system that they have in place here where they can muck up a game, yeah. they can win it on defense and just get enough from those all, like, auxiliary guys. Kyrie finished 16 points, four for 16 from the field, one for five from three. Uh, took the mask off middle of the game. I think he was feeling a little like uncomfortable. <laughs> but, you know, this one of the cool things like about it. this season, this first month of the season, has been watching, uh, whether it's Joel Embiid, Christoph yeah. Porzingis, Giannis, sort of understand their potential and step into that potential. Right. Kind of seeing that with Jalen right now. We're seeing that with Jalen Brown a little bit. 22 <sighs> points, three for eight from three, but a lot of key defensive plays. And when they needed baskets, he was right there. It's really annoying how good uh, Jalen and Jason Tatum are yeah. at yep. this early stage of their career. It's, like, terrifying. Uh, very annoying to see that as a person who hates the Celtics, you know, with almost every fiber of his yeah. being. The They're only thing good. that can make it worse is if his name is Paul Pierce. <laughs> Don't, why'd you have to bring him up? I think the, the good thing to take away from the Celtics, besides the win and the 14th yeah. straight yeah. win, is just that the model that they built for their team is yeah. actually going to, like, maybe work 
right. against a team like the Warriors. They've got right. all these long wing type of players, which is kind of the Warriors model. Come at you in waves. Right, and it seems at the very least, maybe they don't have the offensive punch to win a series, but they now have the defensive acumen and just like the defensive talent in order to like make a game like this competitive. There was an interesting conversation that happened at the end of the baseball season when the Indians rattled off all those wins. And I remember our coworker Mallory Rubin actually said, you can only win so many games. Mm. There's only so many games to win. And that you that, that she felt like the Indians were basically peaking too early, right. essentially. I'm not saying that the Celtics are peaking too early, but they are really clicking at a very early point in the season. Are you discounting their streak right now to some extent because it's early days there was a shortened training camp. They just seem to be clicking when other teams are still figuring it out. No, I think they're legit. Yeah, I think they're yeah. probably, not probably, but they are the best team in the East. Maybe, the, yeah, I would probably say they're the third best team in the NBA. I still want to see the Rockets with Chris Paul. I think everybody's sleeping on the Rockets right now, just like kind of mowing through teams. They're yeah. probably going to drop 200 on the Suns tonight. But at the very least, like they have something here. Like I said before, they have a model. It works. I do worry about in a playoff series when it becomes about your best players, about having a big three, whether they're wor- they're relying too much on a system-based kind of approach. That is a great point. On the other hand, they have <laughs> Kyrie Irving, who is not playing well. Not playing well now, but is that guy who would be the guy to throw it to late in the clock when everything and breaks down. Sure. System going totally to the rim, breaks down. And then yeah. going to the line sure. is what kept, um, like, you know, tied the, tied the game. With but the, you look at what happened tonight, and yeah. they really kind of took Kyrie out of the game for most of it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, he was great down the stretch. He was able to manufacture free throws when they needed yeah. it most, most, which seems like such a small thing. Really big play, obviously. Um, but I wonder if you just kind of focus in on him, if they're going to have enough guys around him. Especially, look, you, you look at the three-point stats, yeah. 20% from three for the yeah. Celtics. Yeah. That's not great. That's not going to win you a game on most nights. Right. Hashtag NBA on Twitter if you want to ask us questions, make comments on the game. Paul from Twitter said, did we just see the two best consecutive November regular season games in LAL Philly, Lakers last <laughs> night with Philly? <laughs> Thank you, Paul. And Boston Golden State. Man, this league is fun. It's a good league. I definitely had a very <laughs> nice four, 24 hours in oh, yeah, of being alive from going to Staples last night for that Sixers game to watching this tonight. I mean, I felt more spiritually awakened by the Sixers game. I felt more stimulated by the <laughs> Sixers game. But this was just good basketball from tonight's. And also, yeah. different kinds of basketball. Last night's was a shootout. It was all ripping the ball out of the net on a make or miss and then running yep. and tons of turnovers and tons of fast breaks. This was much more like, it was like, I thought Golden State might walk away with it early when they were doing all these backdoor cuts and they just looked really crisp. But as it tightened up, it just felt like a kind of like a 90s Eastern Conference game out there. It really did. To be fair, like Golden State missed a lot of shots that they should have hit. That said, so did Boston early. They were they were running their offense, but their, their second unit guys just couldn't hit shots. It's and not- to be able to claw back is really impressive. They mucked up the game in really impressive ways. Jalen Brown and, and Tatum looked kind of semi-shook early. Yes. Yeah, Tatum especially. And Tatum yeah. never shook that off until the very end when right. he those free throws. And then, you know, but Brown especially, yeah, really, like, dialed it down and was able to make an impact on this game. It's, I just hate how good those guys are at this young age. Well, Splash Brothers were 5 for 20 from yeah, it's R. tough. It's not great. Yeah. I think that's the question here. Are you... It's going to be weird to say, are you worried about the Warriors? I know. Clippers fan who shall remain nameless who's in our control booth. We just made his night. Let's go to William Medina on Twitter. (laughs) He asks, I'm not going to, I'm not even entertaining that. He asks, are the Celtics legit now? I think we definitely have answered that yet. Michael Lewis on Twitter. Chris, what's up, man? 
Would you give up Embiid or Simmons for Brad Stevens to coach the Sixers for the next 20 or 30 no. years? No. Uh, no, I actually, uh, while I appreciate what Justin is saying, I think that we possibly overemphasize coaching in the NBA. And while I, you know, Brad Stevens is doing a great job, and I think that the system is great, and I think you can see the uptick. <laughs> Look, man, did you guys see what coaching needed to happen for Embiid last night? Please yeah, go down low okay. and shake three dudes off. <laughs> That's a little different here. I, We're, it's like the Celtics obviously don't have right. many frontline guys. They don't even have the talent, like right. the frontline talent I mean, of that's the Sixers. Big, yeah. Like Pop has been winning games. With I'm not nothing. saying Kyle that there are genius coaches. I'm sure. just saying, like, what if Brad Stevens loses his 20 or 30 years of Brad Stevens? I can't tell you what Brad Stevens is going to do when he's 60. I, I agree I don't with know. you. I yeah. just think I just think when you have a team that really has only one uh, standout offensive player. Right. And a bunch of guys that don't really have an elite edge in any one category, and a bunch of young dudes and second line players that no one's ever heard of, and you're able to craft a league leading defense and rattle off 13, 14 straight wins. Yeah. You're a good coach. Yeah. Yeah, I wouldn't, but that being said, you're asking me after that Lakers game last night, I wouldn't trade Simmons and Embiid for like Red Auerbach or something. You know what I mean? Like, Red, I, well, Red's dead. Yeah, Red's He's been dead for several years. <laughs> there's no coach I would have, t- I would trade him, trade those guys for, except for Calipari. No, no, no. Uh, yeah. Those guys are way more important. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Vincent Orlock on Twitter, are the Celtics speaking too early? I, I we had talked that er- no. about that earlier. No, probably not. I don't, I don't think there's such a thing in, in, in NBA, in the basketball. This is sustainable. Being, yeah, it, sure. It's a system that works. Yeah, they're doing things that don't look fluky at all. Can we talk a little bit, because we were talking before the game about the MVP race, and we noticed that we were rattling with five, five players deep talking about it. It was like Giannis, Chris Stops, LeBron, Harden. Uh, oh and then we realized we hadn't mentioned the name of a Warriors player. Mm. Uh, I think tonight you did see that there was not a Warriors player who was saying, Put this game on my back. Right. I'm going to shoot us out of this. Even though they, they had some nice team leads of, of 10, 12, 14 points, yeah. they, there was never a point down the end of the game where KD or Steph was just like, I got this. Yeah. Um, I, I have no real concerns about that long term, but that was an interesting development this evening. Man, KD only 18 shots and a 50, 40, 100 game. Yep. I mean, fifty percent for the but field, for efficiency for addicts. That's what they want, right? I know, but at like, the same time, like if you're if those are your if those are your efficiency numbers, then take more shots. Yeah, right. And so right. it was it was a little strange to see him so reserved. He was uh, made a lot of some nice defensive plays down the stretch, but still. Yeah, it doesn't seem like he's asserted himself not only on this game but on this season. Yeah, I picked him as my preseason MVP simply because I thought the words were just going to rattle off wins. They'd be so good, yeah, and we'd be just looking for anybody, and KD yeah. would be the guy. It really seems like it should have been his season this season simply because of how he finished it last year. Yeah. You seem to be the perfect foil for LeBron going forward for the next couple of years. It's not even anyone on the Warriors at this point. I think the closest thing we have is maybe Kyrie. Yeah. Which is really interesting. Yeah. Uh, a couple more questions from Twitter. Uh, Vance Williams says, is the Ringer staff emotionally equipped to handle a Celtic Sixers playoff series. Oh my Ooh, god! I don't think I could be around Bill for <laughs> the two weeks before, <laughs> and probably the two weeks after, depending on what happens. Yeah. Although he has become a little bit more benevolent since, like the the Patriots championships and the Red Sox. It's championships almost worse though, soft. isn't it? I think, no, they, I think it's made him soft, right? <laughs> the, other, the the thing that people don't understand about the Ringer office is every day, people go into Chris Ryan's office and they say. So you worried about Markel? <laughs> or something like that. Every day. Every day. I'm not worried. He's not worried. <laughs> no, his body language was no. good last night. 
Yeah. Great body language. Great. He's looked great in in JoJo's Instagrams. Yeah, right. and you know he went to the Pacific Ocean. That's something that I'm I'm not really. Crazy now, were about you doing. worried? Were you worried about him swimming like this? <laughs> <laughs> it would attract more sharks. I'm sorry, it's this arm. It's this arm. Right. But is it going in or coming right. out though? It's the fluid the in the water. Uh, we have a bunch of questions here. Run CMB asks on Periscope when Hayward comes back, who plays the four in the Celtics? Luck of the Irish lineup. Ooh. Brown or Tatum. Right. I think Hayward coming back would be a pretty miraculous, but yeah. B uh, closer to something like Paul George when he came back from his yeah. leg break at the end of that Pacer season, and there was a m- right. minutes limit, and you could tell psychologically he was still getting used to, you know, being on the floor. Yeah, basically. it's hard to see like what good it would do, especially if the Celtics are are clicking at that time. Other than get him some spot minutes and a blowout, I'm just trying to get him some reps, but it wouldn't. It wouldn't do any good, I don't think. Right. It'd be amazing if he came back because I do think that like they're an, uh, a competitor against the Warriors in the finals. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, then, but, and then he gives them that little extra where's the basket coming from. Yes. Yeah. yeah. On the other hand, his foot was on backwards yes. like a couple I'm weeks not ago. My hopes up about like, this. let's stop trying to rush this dude. We're, back. You're, you're grossed out, but the, we also, as a staff, watching we this game. We were all in this room. Yeah. Well, this is the last time we watched a basketball game in this room was that injury. Then today, while eating, copious amounts of Chinese food. For some reason, all Ringer staffers started sharing athletic injury tales. So take that for what you will. I don't know. John Gonzalez, Gonzo from Philly Gonzo. on Twitter. He says, first time, long time. Thanks, John. Uh, <laughs> when is the Celtics parade and where did Justin get that dope t-shirt? Trader Jaws, baby. Mostly vegan. Mostly. That's the problem. He's not full vegan. Yes. Yeah, that's right. yeah he would be an all-star in that case. Um, let's see what else we got here on Twitter. John Powers on Twitter asks, Five Jalen Browns versus five Steph Currys. Who wins? Wow, I don't know if five Jalen Browns. I think the Steps win, but it's a it's a bloodbath. How many fouls do they get? That's a great question. I guess you get to five Jalen Browns. Couldn't they just all like stand at the, around the arc? I mean, <laughs> right. like, yeah. I, I, um, I have a couple more questions about about this about the Celtics team and about this Warriors team. Um, do you think that? There's any Steve Kerr has talked about the spiritual and mental fatigue of being mm-hmm. competitive for this long. It kind of, in retrospect, makes LeBron's achievement of going to these with seven straight finals or whatever it is even that much more impressive. Do you ever any body language readings you want to give? They don't have to be long term prognoses, but did you see anything <laughs> on the court? I sometimes feel like Steve Kerr. Looks a little grouchy. Yeah, I think uh, Omri Caspi looked uh, depressed. <laughs> <laughs> Concerned about him. He seemed, uh, he just seemed down, to, you know, about, I'm not sure what's going on in Omri's life. Omri, you know, if you have, I hope you reach out <laughs> and you find help. Anything from you? Like any, any body language alerts from you? I mean, Nick Young looks fat. Yeah. Nick is like, we're not looking for Nick Young's 40 speed, right? Sure, right. Also, I just ate a ton of Chinese. You're projecting. Yeah, Yeah. exactly. Um, Did we just see a finals preview? Yeah. Yes. I say yes. I'm worried, not worried, but I think the Cavs have a move in them. That's the thing. Yeah. They want to cash in the Brooklyn pick. Yeah, that's true. I was actually wondering about that when I was seeing, I was like, these guys are going toe-to-toe with this team. Now, on one hand, I bet I could see Boston being like, we bet on these kids. Because we're ahead of schedule. And I could see them just being like, let's just go into this yeah. postseason with these guys. You get Jalen and Jason and a run through the postseason as like two number two, number three options. Right. On the other hand, the window is the window. Right. And they have some assets left. And they have a collection of guys. They've got, I, I mean, they've got a lot of, of pieces sitting around. 
I don't know what you can get. Yeah. Like, what I, can you get that would make the difference? For the Celtics? I mean, they can swing something small, like a Dwayne Dedman. I mean, yeah. I, I think I saw yeah. guys on ESPN.com talking about this today. They need a rim protector for that team. Uh, with Have for a, long, the, for a long time, yeah. The Cavs, yeah. too, would, would be great with that. Uh, some, some, like, small things might make a huge difference. The, the thing with the Cavs is I just don't see it. I don't see them cashing in that pick with LeBron. It's too much. Yeah, it's, it's too unless much. LeBron like yeah, shows up he, in LA and he's like, "I'm not it. moving. I'm not doing it. Celt- I'm going to stay." The Celtics have that injury exception. I think they got money for yeah, Gabe, yeah. Gordon yeah. Hayward's. Uh, and, and you look at the Cavs; it's like just structurally, I don't know where they get better. Like who get who plays better? Right. Other, you know, LeBron is playing 42 minutes a night. I would almost say, too, part of the problem with Cleveland this year seems to be the additions is throwing everything off. It's like like introducing Wade and Rose has, like, tilted it somehow for guys like JR and Amon and some of the other people. And that's just also, they're just not playing defense. Also, I just need to see them try on defense so I can properly evaluate what kind of defensive team this is, which they're not good. But it might not matter enough if if they've got LeBron going for 45. Here's my other question. So if we're saying this is is a very possibly a finals preview, Is it the finals preview? That, is it the finals that we want? What else would you want? <laughs> well, Sixers. I mean, the the rubber rubber match, the mm. fourth that you know, like we get LeBron versus Steph again, or uh, yeah, something something weird, something like yeah. I think Boston Golden State immediately re-energizes the finals. I I have a hard time believing that even with their new pieces, if Cleveland trudged to the finals, that they could beat this Golden State team. But all of a sudden, with with a new with a new new competitor in the finals, I think it would kind of re-energize it. Yeah, I, I, I would love to see this, this Boston team. I just think they match up really well with the Warriors. They, you know, like we talked about, they can send defenders to multiple positions in waves. They just have a lot of depth. Um, what happens in close games? Who do they throw the ball to? Remains to be seen, but I think they're just a great matchup for the Warriors. You yeah. Know? Yeah, I mean, they were last year, too. They, yeah. they played them tight. I love the storyline of overcoming Hayward's totally. loss and just getting to the finals. On the other hand, I would love to see LeBron against the world. Yeah, like I yeah. just think that's so much fun. This dude is like, if anybody's going to be able to withstand that sort of environment with that those sort of teammates around him, it'd be LeBron. Yeah, and you know what? Let's let's just be clear. I mean, the Celtics have rattled off fourteen wins in a row, but in the Eastern Conference right now, you know that the Wizards want another shot at the Celtics. You know that the Raptors, they're not. They're the Raptors again, but they're playing in a different style, and they're mm-hmm. capable of, of, of achieving pretty great heights with their offense. Not in the postseason, necessarily, but they've brought that unit back. So it's not going to be a cakewalk for Boston to get through. And like, I, if I were them, I'd be a little bit nervous about who's going to be in that eight seed. Not that they're going to lose in the first round of the playoffs, but it's going to be like a good team in that seven or eight. I mean, I think that's a good point. Without, with only one transcendental scorer, transcendent scorer, it's hard to see how they how they sweep teams in the playoffs. And the Celtics have kind of always been like that. Like, it seems a little, gets a little harder than it should be in the playoff time. I would love to see some of these other East teams to swing a deal. I would love like, yeah. the boogie to, they to should. Washington I mean, they, one that we always talk about, yes. that'd be great. Milwaukee made the Bledsoe deal. They've won four in a row. I mean, right. these things can have positive effects. Hashtag Ringer NBA, if you want to ask us any questions about this game or the NBA in general right now. When do the Celtics lose? Next couple of games Ooh. are, let's check this out. We've got... Um, I could see an emotional got, loss at next Atlanta one. and at Dallas next, so they could very okay. well win their <laughs> next two games. <laughs> I was just going to say, like when the Warriors lost their streak after the emotional Boston game where they went to OT yeah, and they yeah. went to Milwaukee, but I don't know about that. <laughs> um, uh, 
Could be another few. R.I.P. Dirk Nowitzki, by the way. Oh my uh, yeah, god, Kevin Durant took his, took his whole style. I'm sorry, Jason. <laughs> <laughs> he, looks, he looks like he's made of steel beams. It's like, crazy. Like his <laughs> hips just look like, yeah. he makes these moves like... Boston's won 14 games in a row. Are they the story of the NBA season so far? Uh, the story. Remember no, where, I, from where we draw our, our checks. I, I understand. That. <laughs> I think I actually think the story of the NBA season right now is is the young players really showing yeah, out. Yeah. Ben Simmons, Embiid, Chris Stapps, um, Giannis. I think that's really the storyline because this this is stuff that won't emerge. You know, Celtics versus Warriors won't take shape until the second half of the season. Sure. I mean, I remember that the one Sixers team. That went to the finals against yeah. the Lakers started, I think, ten and zero. Yeah, uh, they also made a deal in midseason to bring in Mutombo. You can get very far on an early season streak; it can yeah. really build a lot of confidence. But I agree with you. I think it's the young players. What about you? What do you think the storyline of the season so far? Is? It's young players plus LeBron. Like the Cavs yeah. have just been a tire fire this entire yeah. season, and I feel like there is that push and pull where you've been saying this whole time, "Well, they can turn it on whenever they want." And then there's another faction being like, listen, this thing is broken. I'm on that yeah. side of the fence. And I think that's going to be a discussion. I'm starting to get closer to he could turn it on. Yeah, LeBron everyone. can yes. turn it on. That's, LeBron, yeah. I mean, he's... And on he, any given night, if he's like, I want to go for 51 points and play 42 minutes. Or yeah, but he, he can't keep this up. 42 minutes. and We like, can he keep cannot, saying that, but like, I'm not, I'm saying, you're right physically, right. eventually, but... Not now. Yeah, like, I, now it doesn't seem like it. A few days ago in that Dallas game, I wrote about it the other day, yeah. like, he looked passive-aggressive yes. the entire time. He was sending a subtweet the entire game by not doing it. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, this is kind of annoying. There's been numerous plays in just in the last week where it's, whoa, LeBron watches Frank Milikina waltz to the rim, and he, he does that numerous times a game against multiple opponents because he's doing everything right. except driving the bus. I will say really quickly, Boston is part of this story that I'm more, most interested in. Not necessarily the one that's grabbing the most headlines, but the failure of the super team a little bit. Yeah. Not, you know, the Minnesota third place in the West having a sure. good season. Rockets are obviously good without Chris Paul. But I think I'm thinking mostly of Oklahoma and their failure to well. kind of catch fire immediately. But- See what he's doing here? <laughs> <laughs> what? What? Okay. I just think that... Hmm. Ball, they added they added Paul George. Right. Sure. I've heard of him. Right. They Who added else? Raymond Felton. Mm. Yes. Yeah. I think Patrick Patterson. Great nickname. Who else do they add? Um, I don't know. Do you play in the Big East? Do you play in the Big East? Oh. Do you play for UConn? I don't acknowledge this person that you're speaking of. Carmelo Anthony. So there's been a little bit of it was a rocky beginning for some of the for some of the super teams. Um, yeah, uh, if you guys have any more NBA questions, hashtag Ringer NBA. Uh, James Byrne asks on Periscope, Gordon Hayward, a year, year, Ewing Theory candidate. No, come on. You gotta be there for longer than five minutes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> right. Kind right. of, yeah. <laughs> come on. Um, no. Yeah, so what, what else, like, we were talking about this, we'll have a post about, about this tomorrow, giving away some awards. We talked about the MVP award. Uh, in a normal season, I think Tatum would probably be the favorite for rookie of the year. Sure. This was certainly like not necessarily a calling card game, but a calling card moment for him to hit those free throws at the end of the season. Who do you have for rookie of the year? Uh, ben Simmons. Yeah. Yeah. His, he's just been absolutely electric, and I did not expect him to be this good. Uh, he's, his jumper still looks awkward, but he's getting anywhere he wants to on the floor. His numbers are stupendous. I mean, he had like, what, 19, 10, 5, and 5? in the, the Embiid game against yeah. the Lakers, and it's like no one will talk about it because Embiid Euro-stepped Brook Lopez. Yeah. Um, but he's just been incredible. He's incredible. been able to exist in this weird, weird place where, like, the, 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 the shooting... Doesn't matter. Nobody talks about. Right. 
because they're a getting W's and because Embiid is is just a keeming. So we right. just are over. Well, okay I mean, they that. run they they run that pick and roll with with Embiid, and Embiid is the floor spacer yeah. in that case. Yeah. It's yes. crazy. Insane. Yeah, he pops yeah. out. We talked about this today. Just the way that Ben uses his body yeah. and just uses his physical advantage. Yeah. It's really impressive for someone that young. Yeah, yes. and I I don't think I noticed it until I saw him play live. It's it's also just like the things that you can see that are the LeBron-ish way of reading the game. He was playing free safety in transition where he would just sort of like watch Lonzo's eyes and then just pick a pass out of the sky on him. It was really impressive. Who do you think has the brighter future right now, the Knicks or the Sixers? Why are you doing this? The Sixers, just because they have more... Uh, top level players, yeah. uh, but I'm you know I'm bullish on the Knicks. It's as, it's as excited as I think I've seen you about the Knicks since I've, I've been known you. I've been freebasing Porzingis <laughs> thirty point games just really yeah. tough over the last two weeks. It's been uh, it's been a special time. Yeah, the it, tough thing is like how do they get that second guy? We've been talking yeah, about I mean, this for weeks thing. now. That's like, the they're second. too good to right. draft him. Justin right. Podium Cafe on Twitter just asked redraft of the 2016 NBA draft. Number one, Ben Simmons does Jalen does Jalen Brown jump up to number two? Ooh, man. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. Like, Ingram has a lot of potential, but I feel like we've been saying that for two straight years now. Yeah. And he really needs to figure out that body. He was holding the wheel pretty tight last night. Like, he really wanted to take that game over, and it was just, like, not quite happening. He's playing a lot better, but, yeah, Tatum just looks like a man. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Do you think that when... what's What's a story... What's a team that's struggling right now, or what's a team that's doing really well right now that you expect to regress or aggress back up to some sort of mean? Like, is there a team that's like, whether it's a Cleveland, whether it's an Oklahoma City, they're going through an early season stumble that you're thinking, uh, you know what, I think they'll correct themselves. And like, will a team like Boston say, maybe come down a notch or two, just a bit? I, I'm thinking maybe like a Pistons are playing yeah, a little bit above their heads 100%. Right yeah, that's okay. a team uh, on the top of my list. The Magic, too. But <laughs> I, think, I think what we want to do is we automatically want to dismiss surprising starts. Yeah. But I would be shocked at this point if the Pistons in Orlando weren't in the playoffs. Right, right. Like, like we've said before, they're banking wins at a critical time. They seem to be like hitting on something that might be sustainable going forward. Uh, I think those are the type of teams that, like, yeah, maybe they'll fall a little bit. They should fall a little bit because they really don't have much to kind of fall back on. But they're good teams. They're, yeah. they're good enough in the East. What about you? Uh, it pains me to say this, and, and and this is kind of a reverse jinx, but I think it's it's the Knicks. Yeah. Uh, so much depends on Porzingis and Frank Milikina, a 19-year-old French point guard who can't <laughs> shoot and really can't dribble, but right. is their best passer and best option at point guard. Um, everything depends on those two guys. Maybe we shouldn't discount. I, I agree with you if one of those guys goes down, yeah. especially if Porzingis has like a two-week right. lower body injury. Right. You're going to be in trouble. But we were talking about this the other day. <laughs> Like and LeBron pointed it out. It's like Hornacek getting to run his stuff a little yeah. bit uh, is definitely like giving them a huge boost in terms of what they bring to the floor every night. Oh yeah, they're playing at a, at a quicker pace, getting into their offense more, still shooting a lot of mid range jumpers that Porzingis is destroying from the mid range. Yeah. Um, but yeah, you, you, Hornacek getting to run that that Suns offense that was good for like eight months in Phoenix. <laughs> And by, nice. the, and by the way, guys are getting along. Everything seems fun. Yeah, I right. wonder why that is. Yeah, right. I, just, <laughs> I don't know why. Right. Well, it's been right. seasonably warm in New York. Right. You know, Absolutely, yeah. The subways run really well, so I think those guys are all really satisfied with their commutes. Yeah, flannel season. <laughs> I will say, uh, if Tim Hardaway Jr. looks off my son, Kristaps Porzingis, uh, one more time, which he will, <laughs> yes. I will go insane. Yeah. Let's do a couple more awards just while we're here. Coach of the Year, you guys think it's Brad? 
Hmm, interesting. I think so, yeah. especially after that one. Yeah. I think it's more interesting to say, like, who's two. I think they're, what's their defensive rating, like 95 it's something? Insane. That's yeah, like, it's that's some 90s numbers. They're like, like the Pistons. Yeah, I mean, if that continues and they keep playing like this, yeah, it's Brad. Yeah. I mean, um, it's amazing. What about most improved player? That's a good one. I think Aaron Gordon's the obvious candidate yeah. there. Yeah. I mean, you might even say Porzingis. He's gone, you know what it is? The award always goes to the guy who was already pretty good and yeah. then took his next step. Didn't Giannis win it last year? Yeah. It's the same sort of thing. Like, if we're going, we're trying to pick who will win, it's probably someone like that. But I think it's probably Aaron Gordon at this point if you want to go. I, I think so. Just because it's such a surprising rise. Like, right. Porzingis, right. I think, has gone up a level above what you thought he might get to. Yeah. Certainly, he's jumped, like, this is three years ahead of the the progress you would have thought last year. Right. But uh, Aaron Gordon just looks like a different player. Yeah. We had this idea going into the season. It was like, well, Porzingis, but we're going to have to get Porzingis more help. And right. of course you will. Right. But this is what I'm saying. is like, I think this idea of pairing or tri- tripling up on superstars is being kicked back a little bit because sure. of guys like Porzingis, who's like, I'm go- so good right. that Tim Hardaway Jr. can look serviceable <laughs> on it on every, every other game, maybe like yeah. that, you know? Um, Let's see. I mean, like, I, I think that right now, the thing that I'm really curious about is to see whether or not, like, a team like a San Antonio starts yeah. to put it back together, whether or not there are some of these Western Conference teams that I think are, like, right around the same area, like New Orleans, right? Like, New Orleans, we were all laughing out of the gym earlier in the season and is now, what, like, sixth in the West, eight and seven or something like that? Yeah, they're yeah. feisty. Yeah, they are feisty. feisty. Boogie's been... Putting up those numbers. Yeah. They run some beautiful sets. They really by the do. Way. Like, they're the type they, of team where on Twitter, you'll see one like Jiff a day. High low, yeah. Yeah. It's just yeah. Like they ran beautiful... elevator doors the other day, and I was like, what? Yeah, it's actually really nice. The problem is they have two good players, and the yeah. rest are not that great. Yeah. But in the games where Drew Holiday kind of steps up, yeah. they get enough from those other guys, I think they're like, that'll be an interesting playoff team. Yeah. Like, I would love that to be another 1 8 with the Warriors because they're the type of team that might. Uh, muck up the game a little yeah, bit. Yeah, and also just love to stars. see Boogie play Draymond. For yes. sure. Boogie in the playoffs. We yeah. haven't even seen Boogie playoffs. Max Ward on Twitter. This will be the last one for the night. What rookie is flying under the radar right now? Ooh. The marketing. Yes. Mm, yeah. Is it marketing? He's playing really well. Yeah, it's like, how are these guys flying under the radar? We talk about them all I the know. time. We're talking about Kuzma. We're talking about, I guess, Donovan Mitchell. He's in Utah. Is he... He's hey, sort of under the radar, but I feel like we, we he comes up around our office all the time. Yeah, Brandon Paul, 26-year-old for the Spurs, just Ooh. doing work. That's a new ringer guy right there. We okay. all love him in Danny Chow's office. Um, <laughs> also very benevolent of you. I yeah, yeah I'm, well, here's the other thing. You said it. Kuzma. Yeah. Kuzma, yeah. baby. Kuzma is legitimately good now. <laughs> like, we could just say that he's good. Yeah. This is uh, actually... Justin Burrier was not Team Kuzma yeah. a few weeks if ago. Kuzma had connected on that dunk again, Embiid, he would not be flying under oh any God. Yeah. I think he's a little bit better than Landry Fields. Yeah. Like, maybe? It's, it's somewhat concerning that Kyle Kuzma is the most consistently aggressive player on the Lakers. <laughs> right, yes. That's weird. Right. Yeah, none of their frontline guys are yeah. really the guys that are stepping up for this. All right, thanks for joining us on the Ringer NBA show. For Jason Concepcion and Justin Verri, I'm Chris Ryan. You can listen to this show on a podcast on Friday on the Ringer NBA feed. Hey, how about Boston? How about Boston? Go Celts. Basketball is very good. Basketball is very good.